Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. Here we have open and honest conversations on subjects that the church is not willing to talk about. From topics such as Christian dating, deliverance, angels, demons, hell, sex, we talk about it all. So keep listening to hear what's coming up on today's conversation. Welcome back to the podcast, Unspoken Logos. Again, if it's your first time, then you're so welcome. And my name is Sophie. I'm the host of this podcast. If you've been listening to previous episodes, then thank you so much for tuning in so faithfully every single week. This is episode seven. I can't believe we're on episode seven already. Like I've said in the past two episodes, once we get to episode 10, season one will be finished and then I'll be seeking God to see whether this continues or whether we just leave it as it is honestly I don't know it's just like a little mini ministry I guess for me that I just felt so called to do by God and I'm so grateful and so thankful to him for the opportunity to be able to do this anyway aside from that and before we get into today's topic of conversation I hope you've all had an amazing week I hope you're all enjoying summer we're at the beginning stage I always feel like I feel like we're at the end of summer but we're actually just like at the beginning of summer it's like the school's just got out and summer is just starting but for me it feels like we've been in summer for ages but summer is just starting so I hope that you guys get to enjoy some time out in the good weather if you have good weather or just some time during summer break if you get any holidays or anything like that. I've had quite a tough week just been feeling super fatigued and really tired a lot and so just breaking off all those demonic spirits of fatigue and insomnia that can come in so easily that will try and attack you in every single area of your life and so just breaking all that off in Jesus name but anyway yeah aside from that I actually went to see the Jesus Revolution movie I'm so thankful to God that it came to the UK because it came out in the US maybe a few months ago maybe like two months ago or something and if you don't live in the UK or in Europe, then you don't understand. Like when things come out in the US, tell my US listeners, it doesn't reach the UK. It just never comes. And I'm talking about like Christian things, obviously, like blockbusters and other secular films, they always reach the UK. But things like Christian films, they never come to us ever. And so I actually just happened to stumble across a website that said that Jesus Revolution was coming out for three days in the UK praise god they actually extended it so i think it was out for about five potentially six days in different cinemas across the uk so i went on friday with a whole bunch of people i think there was about nine of us and it was really good i really enjoyed it i just loved that they stayed so close to the story it was really inspiring as well you know what i've been desiring and longing for and interceding for in the scotland particularly is just that revival is going to come here revival is going to start here like there was revivals years ago that you can read about that happened but there hasn't been anything in Scotland for such a long time and I just so believe that there is going to be something that God is going to do whether it's in this generation or the next but we are called to be intercessors for our city and nation and whether that involves us we want to see revival we want to see a move of God and so yeah it was really inspiring which I love and just really praying for the Holy Spirit to just do such a work in Scotland and you know what the Lord had really been speaking to me I'm really digressing here because we're not actually on the actual subject, but we'll get to that in a minute. What the Lord had really been speaking to me about when I was praying for 
you know, revival and for the wells to spring up and just all those things that you pray. The Lord really reminded me of a sermon that I'd been listening to that talks about how it has to cost someone something. And it's so true. Like if you want to see a move in your country and your city and your nation and your school and your college and your university and your workplace, it has to cost you. When we look around our world, when we look around at Christianity, it's so hard to find people who are willing to pay the price for what is going to come. And the price can look different for so many people. It can look like time, sacrificial time. It can look like placing just God above everything. The cost can look different to so many people, but we need those people. We need a remnant of people who are going to be willing to just pay the cost to push through until something happens. That's what the pastor was saying. They were saying push through until something happens. And that's going to cost something and it's going to be a sacrifice. But my God, can you imagine if we saw a revival here in the UK or whatever city or nation that you're listening from, if we saw that revival just burst forth, then souls would be saved. People would be rescued. People would be coming from darkness into light. And I think there's no cost that's greater than actually doing that, that just like Jesus paid the ultimate cost, that if we could play a part of that by paying just even a small cost, I think that would be amazing. So yeah, that's just my thoughts on the Jesus Revolution movie. But let's get stuck into this topic. So what I thought, this was actually one of the very first episodes that I believe God wanted me to talk about. So I'm glad that I'm getting to speak on it just now, just whilst I was speaking to Holy Spirit. What what do you want me to talk about this week? And it's just so timely and everything connects. But today's episode is called How to Hear the Voice of God. And I think for people like me who spend so much of their time devoted in the secret place and just communing with God every single day, I forget that there's so many Christians out there who struggle or who just don't hear the voice of God very often. I remember being in a service a couple of weeks ago. It was a service. Um, It wasn't my church. It was another church that I'd gone to. Anyway, the pastor was just talking at the end, just kind of doing one of those altar calls. They were just saying out to the congregation, they said, I know that there's a lot of you here who have not prayed in a very long time, who have not spoken to God in a very, very long time. And it honestly just saddened my heart because when he was saying that, I was like, God, I could not imagine going a day without you. I know how hard it is when I forget to invite God in is intentionally is what I normally would or if I have a super busy day. I can feel the difference, honestly. I just get home and when I'm in my bed at night, I'm like, God, I am so sorry that I did not make time for you, that I did not invite you into my busy schedule. And it just feels so abnormal to me. But I do know for so many people that they actually do struggle to get God into their daily routine, to actually set aside time to really hear and tune into the spiritual realm which is where you're going to hear God's voice and so I just thought God put this on my heart that I know that there's so many people who do struggle to hear the voice of God and that's okay I know it can be so difficult because as I've spoke about in previous episodes we live in a fallen world our spiritual senses were closed down and so it can be so difficult to actually hear the voice of God however there is so much hope I just love reading the Old Testament specifically I don't know why I'm just so in love with the Old Testament right now I honestly just I'm so captivated by the different attributes of God and God's wrath and God's judgment and sin and repentance and God's heart and longing for Israel but anyway I don't I don't want to digress again so let's just go back in the Old Testament there were so many faithful people that walked with God so closely I'm just so reminded of Enoch in the Bible now Enoch has a very small part in the Bible he probably has about three lines 
I feel even like one verse probably and that's all we really hear about Enoch and he's in like the lineage but apart from that we don't hear too much about him but it's talked about Enoch and how he walked faithfully with God and how he was taken up to heaven and many people believe that he didn't die because he was taken away and that's what the bible says and I just think there's such a, a realm that we can get to where we can walk so closely to God we, we read about in Exodus with Moses walked so close with the Lord that he spoke to him face to face as a friend and I just think that that is so amazing it is so captivating and I'm like God I want to get to that place but you know, to get to that place, it, it's sacrifice, just like what I was speaking at the beginning, it's sacrifice. Um, however, we're going to get practical in a minute, but let's just um, start off by hearing the voice of God, let alone talking to him face to face, which would be amazing, which we will get to do in heaven one day if we don't get to do it here on earth. However, let's just get started and dig right in. And as always, I'll be giving biblical references to everything that I will be seeing. So like I mentioned, um, I personally, I do find it quite easy to hear the voice of God. I commune with God every single day. I'm so intentional about my relationship. And you've probably heard this a million and one times, but having a relationship with God has to be like an human relationship. It has to be like a relationship that you have with your spouse or with your partner with your brother or sister with your friends or with your mom and dad it has to be like that and I know that can be so difficult because we don't physically see Jesus with our eyes we don't see him and so so many people can find that difficult but you should be having conversations with God just like he's in the room one thing that I know that is difficult that I'll get to later on is that sometimes we come with our list our list of prayers which can you know, it's a good thing sometimes, you know, we do need breakthrough and we do need to be praying to God for what we need in this life. However, sometimes we forget to listen and the Bible talks about being a good listener and we have to remember that there's a response that's required from God. And so we have to sometimes, and I literally today got so convicted whilst I was thinking about this podcast and so I spent like 20 minutes just in complete silence trying to listen to the voice of God and he spoke to me so clearly and he just spoke to me about regular stuff about my day and things like that and so it doesn't have to be like such a wow thing because God speaks in different ways which we'll get onto as well but let's just continue with that actually so he can speak in different ways so he can speak through the bible so when you're reading the bible and you get revelation or you get verses just stick with you or you read something for the first time with different eyes then that can be a way that the holy spirit where God will speak to you one of the most common ways that God will speak to people is what people call the small still voice. So that is when God speaks to you and normally it'll just sound like yourself. It'll sound like your voice and your conscience and that is just God. God speaks to you that way. I think that's the majority way that people hear the voice of God. But sometimes it can be quite difficult to break, to, break through to that point where you have to have discernment to know whether it's your voice, the enemy's voice or God's voice. Sometimes... God can speak to you through your spirit, through just a knowing. Sometimes God won't use words or Bible scriptures, but there's just like a deep knowing within your spirit, within your bones. I know it sounds all crazy, but it's just trying to help you be a bit practical with it. And, you know, there is many other ways. Um, specifically, you could hear an audible voice of God. I have never heard the audible voice of God. However, I have seen so many people who have have like an image of how I think God would sound such a masculine and like authoritative voice. I mean, his voice is powerful and so it would probably shake us all to our core, but he can also be so gentle as well. 
Um, so they're the different ways that God can speak. And like I mentioned just briefly there, is that your discernment must grow as you learn to hear and heed the voice of God. Your discernment needs to grow so that you need to know what was from your own flesh and your own mind and what was from possibly from the enemy as well because there can be so many voices swirling around and you need to learn to be able to discern and the way that you do that is by being in the word when you're in the word you know how God speaks and so you'll be able to discern that as your relationship grows with God you'll be able to know how he speaks and I just want to encourage you really you should be hearing God's voice daily like it's a daily relationship it's a daily walk and so you should be able to hear God's voice on a daily basis If you cultivate and work out that relationship, then that is what you're going to have. You're going to have revelation from God. You're going to have knowledge from God. You're going to have wisdom from God. You're going to have so much if you invite him into every single aspect of your life. So how do we do this? Let's just go about some practical steps. And what I would say about how you hear the voice of God, the one thing that I would say that really comes to mind for me is proximity is key. Proximity is key. That's what I would say. You have to allow him to speak like I said it's a two-way conversation proximity is the closer that you get the louder that you will hear so the closer you get to God the louder you're going to hear his voice and proximity brings clarity when you are close with the Lord you will get such clarity over other things like maybe did I hear God was that for me you know another way that God speaks is for sermons and for preachers I remember You know, as I've developed my walk with the Lord, it'll be four years come November. God has spoken to me to different ways. I remember at the very beginning of my journey, he spoke to me a lot through preachers and pastors. A lot of convicting truth, like I thank God. Every stage of my journey, he has so faithfully brought me to different pastors and preachers that have just been at the level that I'm at. And so helps me grow as well. But I remember at the very beginning, there was pastors I was listening to that were just preaching biblical truth that was so offensive to me but it changed me so much and God was speaking so much for that there's a period of my life where he was just speaking to me so much through the word and the bible and that's where I was getting so much of my revelation and so much of my words and direction from God more recently I would say the the majority of revelation I get is through visions that the Lord gives me and dreams specifically just when I've been speaking in tongues as well just getting so much vision and clarity and a lot of the times God will also speak to me just through like um, a download sometimes when I'm just sitting down with the Lord he will just begin to speak to me and I will just begin to write and I just keep writing and writing and writing it's just like revelation that comes to me and so God speaks in so many ways and I'll get to some biblical scriptures maybe we'll just jump to one right now so let's just say um, John 10 27 it says my sheep listen to my voice I know them and they follow me and that's what we're talking about cultivating a relationship proximity being key really would just encourage you to just take some time out your day and separate it and spend that intentional time with God and at first it's going to be difficult like everyone uses this analogy and so I'm sorry to jump on the bandwagon but it's just so true and it's so good but it's like going to the gym if you've ever gone to the gym to do weights not cardio but weights even cardio you know with stamina it works the same way but with weights you have to be consistent and you will begin to see progress it might take time but the more that you develop your muscles the stronger that you're going to get so cultivating and developing that relationship Romans ten seventeen says so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God so how do you hear it's by the word of God and through that 
you're going to get faith. Your faith is also going to grow. So it's like a win-win situation. A relationship is built on faith and trust. And that's what it's like with God as well. It's a two-way thing as well. Like he has to have the faith and the trust in you that what he blesses you with, what he reveals to you, that you will cultivate it and steward it well as well. And what I would say really practically is ask God questions. And this can be really difficult. I find this difficult because I'll ask God questions and he doesn't give me an answer straight away. God's one of those people that will not answer you straight away. He'll want you to seek out it's his glory to conceal a matter and for kings to search it out. And so he wants us to go on that journey of seeking. And honestly, it's difficult, but it just grows your relationship and helps you to mature to such a level in your faith where you can just be seeking God out into new depths, into new realms of glory and revelation. What I would want to say is this, that through proximity, there's got to be expectancy and sacrificial time. For a relationship to be formed, trust needs to be developed. Sacrificial time needs to be spent. And this is what a lot of us struggle with because time for humans is precious, but time with God is even more precious. And so if you can, I would really encourage you to just set aside time, start small, don't start big, don't start big and think, well, I'll set aside two hours for God or one hour for God. Be realistic. And if that means five minutes, that means five minutes. If that means half an hour, great. That means half an hour. Be realistic. One thing I know is that maturity causes deeper searching for a new voice because God speaks in so many ways. And so I just want to jump to scripture in First Kings chapter 19. It says, The Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. And if you read down, you'll find out that God was in the whisper. And you know, sometimes we do expect the booming voice from heaven. But like I said, the majority of the time, God's speaking in that gentle, soft voice. And if you believe in faith that you've heard God's, then that's just going to develop your relationship. And something that God's been teaching me is because sometimes we can't struggle with doubt. Sometimes we're like, was that God? Was that me? Did I hear him? Am I making this up? One thing God has said to me is that just have faith. Faith does not require confirmation. Faith requires us to step out. And God keeps reminding me what is the worst that can happen if I hear a word from God and I stand on it. The worst that can happen is that I heard God's voice wrong. But do you know what? I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to go deeper from that. And so I would encourage you to make mistakes as well. It's a relationship. You know, when you're born again, you're in a completely new world. And so there's so much grace for you to just learn and God will develop you and God will honour that. So let's just give you some practical steps. I've already talked about a few of them. The first one would be set aside time for God daily. This is just so key. Like I said, don't be an overachiever. Do what you can and develop from there. The second would be, be in the word and meditate on it daily. The word is our daily bread. We need it. And as we daily meditate on it, we're going to recognize God and Jesus's and the Holy Spirit's voice. And that's going to make it easier for us when we're spending quiet time with him. The next point would be speak to God daily and wait for a response. Like I said, it's a two-way conversation. And the last one would be ask for a revelation and seek it because God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So what I've been learning a lot is that we can ask for a revelation and God may give it to us and it may just be so confusing to us. 
for dreams, for example, if you are someone who receives dreams, honestly, God speaks through dreams, but they are so confusing. And so God can give you a revelation, but you have to seek it out. You have to be, okay, God, you gave me this. What does this mean? What does that mean? What is this? Instead of interpreting it through our eyes, we have to ask God for the interpretation from heaven. I'm so reminded by Joseph's story when he got the dream of seven cows and seven grains of wheat, I think it was. I've not read the Joseph story in a long time. I have to read it. How, you know, if someone came up to us and said that they had that dream, I'm pretty sure the last thing that any of us would have thought would be seven years of harvest and seven years of famine. No way. Like, Joseph had to get revelation from God. And some people are so gifted in dream interpretation. But if you're just like me and you're not, then seek God for that but also seek God for the revelation and not for your own revelation because when you seek for your own revelation you can twist what it was that God was trying to say to meet your circumstances and so I feel like I rushed for that quite a lot that's kind of the steps I would say to hearing God's voice and I just really hope in my heart is that this would help you these practical steps I always remember listening to stuff how to hear the voice of God like not often but sometimes they would come up and they would never give me practical steps. They would just always be like, you should hear the voice of God. You should be hearing his voice every single moment of every single day. But they would never give me practical steps. That's something I always want to do in my podcast is give you practical steps because some people just don't do that. And it's hard. This Christian life is hard. And so we have to help each other out by giving practical steps. So I remember in the previous episode, I was going to talk slower, but I think I've actually talked even faster. But I think you guys will be accustomed to my accent and to my speed and tone of voice so I'm going to leave it there I want to thank you guys so much again for listening to me I hope this blesses someone somewhere and I pray that you have such an amazing week and I pray that you start to develop to hearing the voice of God so clearly so that you're not even second guessing yourself that just becomes so natural to you to be daily conversing with the Lord because he wants that relationship that's the type of relationship he wants that close intimate one where you're just speaking back and forth every single day every single moment of every single day and so that's what I'm believing for myself and that's what I pray happens to you as well so we will see you next week for episode eight only two episodes left so make sure you stay tuned and like I said enjoy your week and god bless Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and more about what I'm up to, then please check out my social media links in the description of this video. And I can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast.